Hello and welcome to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. I'm Ross. We took a hiatus last week for the Canada Day weekend, and this week I was behind on content development. So this is a shorter episode that simply asks you a question for your personal consideration. When DP Review shut down, the former hosts of DP Review TV moved over to do similar work at Petapixel. I was inspired for this episode by a question that they asked. I have not listened to or viewed their episode because I didn't want to be colored by what I heard or saw before we had this conversation. However, credit for the initial concept for this episode has to go to Chris and Jordan. They're great people and do a fabulous job. The question that I want you to think about is the following. Suppose, because this is very much a thought experiment, that there are no ways to readily share the pictures that you take for others to see. There are no personal websites, no blogs, no Facebook, no Flickr, no Instagram, nothing of whatever social media that allows for the sharing of images. And that includes all the ones that I don't know about. No image sharing whatsoever in any way at all other than to make a print and send a copy to specific people or even to show the print in a local gallery or shop. You might be able to sell a picture to a magazine or news agency for printing in one of their products, but there would be no online availability in any way. With that premise, here's the question specifically. If all of what I just described were true, would you still take pictures or make photographs with the understanding that the two actions are very different things and approached differently by different folks? I think it's an intriguing question. There were photographers long before the advent or slush tank of social media, however you may look at it. Some photographers were working to sell their work to periodicals and newspapers. Some were being paid by governments to document the times, such as the massive work of photographers for the Farm Services Administration during the Great Depression in the United States. But there were lots of others who took pictures purely for family purposes, as memories, and some who made photographs solely for their personal pleasure, who really didn't care if any other person ever saw their work. The number of outlets for photography was much more limited, and while a great many pictures were made, most remained in the archives and storage areas of family homes and as photos in frames. We can go back to the late 1800s and find photography shops who would do this work, and with the later advent of the Kodak Brownie, anyone could take a picture and end up with some prints. Just as today, a high proportion of those photographs didn't work out, although the success percentage was actually higher, primarily due to the requirement for personal engagement and the cost of taking pictures and getting prints. What is different to a great extent is that those photographers and picture takers only retained and printed their best work. The rest went directly to the trash. This is fundamentally different from today, 
as we know, where nearly 2 billion pictures are taken each day, the vast majority of them are shared all over the place, where image value is not even taken into consideration. So I invite you to think about this question carefully. Leave a comment on this episode, if you wish to, or keep your response to yourself. That's entirely up to you. This is, as I said, a Gedonk experiment, a thought experiment. And it only rewards the person who chooses to do it. If there was no public sharing, would you still make photos? Thank you for listening and subscribing to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. If you shop at BNH Photo Video, do so through the link on the main page of our site. It costs you nothing and pays a small commission to help keep things going here. Until next time, I'm Ross Chevalier, and I bid you peace. <laughs>